0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. So this is kind of a topic or question i've been wanting to dive into for a while but of course covering the west virginia athletic program a lot has happened throughout the summer and some of that's about the football program some of that's not of course and that's about the basketball program and bob huggins but now that we're able to kind of get back in the swing of things into football right on the precipice of camp and a new season on the horizon wanting to dive back into a major contributor who is a new face and a new Mountaineer. And that is Devin Carter, Devin Carter transferring from North Carolina state to West Virginia was at NC state for a while, put up some numbers there, but now going to be the number one at West Virginia. And he's going to need to fill a pretty big role with Bryce for Wheaton. Now with the giants pursuing his NFL career, they had to really retool the entire receiver room. And Devin Carter right now is that diamond addition But if you look at the numbers, and some have asked me this, why would he walk right in and being the number one wide receiver when his numbers at NC State don't really say that that's the case for him? Certainly lesser than what Bryce Ford Wheaton offered. And there were some that thought he kind of dipped in production last year and maybe should have gave more. Would have been a draft pick if he did. Had some great moments. Had some moments where where he floundered too. So how does Devin Carter jump in as the one? They have a relationship. Devin to WVU. We talked a little bit about this with Neil Brown in the past, but I wanted to actually talk Devin Carter and what he could bring to the table and really who he is as a player and if he's going to translate into a number one role in the Big 12 from what he was in the ACC with somebody that actually covers North Carolina State. So, again, I'm Mike Osti, and this is West Virginia Sports Now, and I'm going to bring on Ethan McDowell who covers NC State. He's a part of the team there at the Wolfpacker and also a member of On3.com. And we're going to talk some Devin Carter and maybe on and off the field as his exit from North Carolina State was a bit odd, um, just from what we know out there publicly. So I'll see as much as we can get on that subject as well. So, Ethan, first off, how are you? I appreciate you joining me here, for sure. Doing well, Mike. Thanks for having me on, man. Absolutely. Yeah, you, you came as a referral. So I'm, I'm taking the word for it. Some, some respected colleagues. So I definitely appreciate the time. This is a part of why social media is kind of so cool for 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 us in media to be able to just quickly send a text and uh, be doing this 20 uh, some minutes later. But I guess we'll jump in. As I said in the open, Devin Carter walks to Morgantown and is immediately handed the role as the number one wide receiver. That's mm-hmm. pretty rare. I don't know what you know about Neil Brown, but for all his faults and the record needs to be better, he doesn't just hand rolls to people. He makes them usually work for it. And, you know, he even actually wouldn't announce that a major quarterback transfer was the guy last year until right at the start of the season when everyone knew he was. So to kind of just agree that Devin is the number one right away, maybe was a bit odd and a little different than how Neil Brown normally handles things, but that's the case. But his numbers at NC State weren't eye-popping by any means, even though he was on a good Wolfpack team last year. So do you think Devin Carter can be a number one ride receiver for a major program team where he is the guy in, say, the Big 12, which is a little different than the ACC? Or are you kind of wondering, that's probably going to be a struggling offense if Devin Carter's your top guy? So from, like, 2019 to 2021,
0: he was, like – awesome second or third option like one of the best in the acc put up really impressive numbers had um six touchdowns in 2021 he's pretty much your uh, prototypical perfect um possession receiver he'll get you those jump balls he's a great red zone guy someone you can really rely on in that area of the field and can also go up and make some big plays um then going into 2022 he was in position to kind of you know take on that number one role right on the outside they needed him to step into that and um i don't think we got a good enough picture to really come away with a full take of that because he battled some injuries um i'm not sure how familiar we were with nc state's 2022 season but they had to play four different starting quarterbacks cuz devin I, leary
1: got hurt yeah i did um, hear that right yeah
0: yeah so i'm not sure we got a like a crystal clear picture of what devin carter can be as the number right. one option in the offense but um you mean I mean you look at him, he's a 215 two fifteen pound receiver. He showed he can do pretty much anything on the football field. And um going into last year, I was really excited to see him in that role. And I feel like he didn't get the full opportunity to maybe display what he could do this season at West Virginia.
1: Yeah, and, and that's the point of the transfer for him. He wants the opportunity. He wants to be a number one as much as him and Bryce Ford Wheaton have a personal relationship that goes back a long time. Neil Brown has kind of joked about this too. I don't think Devin Carter would be at West Virginia if Bryce Ford Wheaton was still there because he wants to be the number one. And Bryce for Wheaton obviously would still be that guy. So you probably would never see him together no matter what would happen with Bryce and his NFL dreams and going to Devin Carter's numbers. You did mention the expectation of number one entering last season. That was a good NC state team, despite the quarterback uh, carousel that kind of went on there kind of odd for a bowl team, 25 catches, 406 yards, had a couple touchdowns year before 31, 29, the year before that 32 catches. So never more than 32 catches, only one year where there were 500 yards. That was 556 in 2021. You mentioned him as a solid two or three guy. It's not like North Carolina State has the reputation of being this offense that just wows you with 35, 40 points a game either during that stretch. And again, West Virginia, they're also adding a lot of other pieces. They're going to be receivers that are going to complement him. What exactly made you confident heading into last year prior to knowing all the injuries that were going to occur and maybe still allows you to have some excitement from afar that as a physical athlete that you've watched play that he can be a number one because when you are a number one just before we even get to seeing him on the field with West Virginia I think it's fair to saying major college football in a power five at minimum you got to give me 500 yards you certainly got to get probably 35, 40, if not 50 catches, and that's like lower bars. That's below Braves for Wheaton, who was criticized a lot last year. If he puts these numbers up at WVU, that's going to probably be a failure in terms of the transfer, I would imagine. So, yeah, I mean, kind of going back to last year, or two years
0: ago, I should say, he had 31 receptions at 556 yards, and um, I think that was enough from what I gathered, going into 2022, there's a lot of confidence from the staff. Okay. I, th- I think the staff was um, maybe kind of in a similar place to where West Virginia staff is right now. They see him as that number one guy, um, and I think there was a kind of a similar feeling around NC State, or at least um, if he wasn't the number one guy, he would be an excellent, excellent number two option.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: from what I saw going into it, I saw a guy that, uh, like I said, he goes up and wins jump balls. That's a it's a great skill to have. Um, as a receiver in college football and um yeah. the one big thing is he, he shows up in big games um nc state fans loved him because he was huge against unc two years in a row obviously that's their biggest rival Okay. and um last year playing with the fourth string quarterback he had six catches for 130 yards and a touchdown against um against the tar heels in a really exciting win so um the the highs with Devin Carter are really really high, and I think it's more just about seeing that consistently. And okay. um, there's nothing that leads me to believe that's not possible if um, he kind of returns to like a more healthy than he was last year.
1: Yeah, Ethan McDowell here from the Wolfpacker and On Three dot com WV Sports. Now we're talking Devin Carter, and now the number one at West Virginia was a top receiver at North Carolina state and finishing out his college eligibility. Now at WVU looking to put bigger numbers up and really be that number one guy. And it does feel like from others I've talked to as well, the potentials there. And you mentioned the stats being similar. West Virginia maybe kind of was where North Carolina state was a year ago where, you know, what do you have to lose here? I mean, Neil Brown's in his fifth year. If this doesn't go well, he's going to be gone. You needed a number one, you lose your one, you lose a lot of the room. If you feel like the potential is there and a guy wants to come, hard to say no. And if they have to hand him the role right away, then then I guess that's fine. Now, from watching a lot of North Carolina State football, what, what for people that don't know, what's the Wolfpack offense like schematically, style, how did Devin Carter fit into that? In comparison to, I'll tell you, West Virginia now, they've had an air raid style offense. Obviously, last okay. week, Graham Harrell. it it wasn't a traditional air raid because they did run a lot for an air raid this year with graham gone they promoted a guy who basically ran the running game the last several years and chad scott to be offensive coordinator neil brown's going to call plays though and it's going to be a lot more of a traditional west virginia kind of led by the running game a lot of running backs other wide receivers i would imagine They're going to even involve a tight end now in Cole Taylor, who's a transfer from LSU, who also looking to put up big numbers that maybe hasn't to this point, but has potential. So Devin Carter, it appears, is going to be in a different offense than he was in North Carolina State. Maybe that'll be a benefit of him. Maybe not. But what, what type of offense was he in the last several years?
0: Yeah, so um, it sounds like NC State's kind of doing the opposite of West Virginia. They um, they just hired Robert and I from Syracuse, the, okay. the big air raid guy. So they're kind of yeah. implementing that right now. But they had um, Tim Beck as their offensive coordinator last year. He's um, the head coach at um, Coastal Carolina right now. And um, it, honestly, it kinda of sounds a little kind of similar to what West Virginia will be doing this year, actually. Okay. Um, okay. The, they wanted to rely on their, round, their um, running game. I think injuries kind of forced them to rely a little more on making plays through the air. And obviously when you have Devin Leary um, as your quarterback, you're going to air it out a little bit more. Yeah. But, um, you know, I, th- I think it sounds a little bit similar to what um, he'll be What, what North Carolina
1: West State's going to do is similar or what Devin Carter was in? What Devin Carter was in. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, and again, that might also be something that is is an issue if you're trying to put up numbers, too, because obviously Devin Carter wants to eventually get to the league, and we'll get to a moment how North Carolina State thought maybe he was going there, but when you're in an offense like West Virginia is going to be in, or maybe that's the reason why his numbers weren't bigger at North Carolina State the last several years, you're not going to probably be a Bolitnikoff winner throwing getting 60 receptions in that type of offense. So maybe the offense also can hold you back as well, and we'll see. But if he can put up big plays, especially in big games, because West Virginia has a lot of them, including week one at Penn State, then that's going to be a big need for the Mountaineers for sure. Now, I know you maybe don't have direct insight to this because we talked a little bit off the air, but it's out there publicly that his exit from North Carolina State was, I-, I wouldn't say bad, but it was odd. It, it was just odd. Bowl game, and despite four quarterbacks playing, West Virginia had three last year. They do make a bowl game, so right there, that's kind of a successful year to overcome that adversity. So it's not like the vibes were bad, like say with yeah. West Virginia five and seven last year, and says, Hey, you know, just really a quickly, like we had all our players. They wanted to play in this game. It's not a major bowl game, but we're still excited. We want to play in this. the Duke's Mayo Bowl. We're going to put a trophy up. Like, you know, it's the world where a lot of people sit out non-major bowl games. We're playing. The only one that we don't got here is Devin Carter because he's he's going to go to the NFL. We we congratulate him and wish him well. And then Devin jumps on Twitter and says, that's just not true. I'm not going to the NFL. I want that to someday, but I'm going to the transfer portal, actually. And then pretty soon after that, he ends up transferring – To West Virginia and we all know about the connection with Bryce for Wheaton and you know there's some tea leaves there that it appeared that maybe he was already leaning toward WVU and Bryce already in his ear either prior or right around the time of that press conference so it just felt murky that I don't know why he wouldn't tell North Carolina State or why they would say that if that wasn't out there just anything you heard on that or just from other colleagues like was that just one of those where you were probably browsing on Twitter thinking hmm Why is Devin throwing a grenade on this for no reason? Like, how could they be so much not on the same page?
0: Yeah, I mean, clearly there was some sort of miscommunication. Um, Yeah, I don't have a ton of insight into what happened there, but clearly uh, um, Coach Dave Dorn told us one thing um, (laughs) that he clearly believed was the truth, and then um, Devin Carter refuted that on Twitter. I don't have much insight into that. Yeah, that's...
1: That, that's fair. It was just a weird thing out there that it, that was out there public that I even asked Neil Brown about. And Neil Brown's obviously not going to trash a, another coach, but he laughed like his his initial reaction was like, yeah, it's kind of funny. Uh, but being around Devin Carter, or just colleagues that were around him and even covering him over the years. Anything that you ever heard that any Mountaineer fan should be worried about? Because they did have a lot of they did have some drama with some players last year in some kind of similar situations, say with Charles Woods, that I just described with Devin Carter with a hard schedule a lot of pressure needing to win right now the last thing West Virginia needs is a player gonna go out a coach on Twitter so is, is there any have you heard anything like that or is that just a really bizarre isolated incident that, that you don't think's gonna trickle into Morgantown yeah yeah I, I don't think that I don't think that is a
0: um that exchange was a sign of any larger issue. Every interaction I've ever had with Devin has been incredibly positive, super nice to the media, happy to do interviews. And um, I've never heard anything that suggests he's anything less than a great person.
1: Yeah. And I've been around him now from spring ball and was a great guy. There was friendly to the media. was nice to the media there. We hope to actually get more availability with him coming up in fall camp. So he was just kind of working on his craft there at spring ball. I don't have as many interactions as, as even you would have to this point. But yeah, I didn't hear anything about that. I haven't heard anything about that either. It's just a really odd, maybe something to joke about someday. I don't know. Just kind of funny um, situation that 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 exists. Now, even going back to Devin Carter, the player, what do you think he needs to do to get to the next level? Like, for example, with Bryce For Wheaton last year, he actually mentioned in Indianapolis – at the combine that man-to-man coverage is something that he needed to work on. He never felt he perfected in college and he knows he has to get better at to be able to have success in the NFL. And maybe that's why he wasn't actually drafted and had to sign his undrafted free agent with the giants. What does Devin Carter for you need to work on to have a big year at West Virginia to make these questions go away and to get an opportunity at the National Football League, whether it be in the draft or as a free agent, because he's verbally said he wants to be in the NFL. The program in North Carolina State that saw him for the last four to five years thought he was an NFL player. The numbers do not say that. So why is he an NFL player, and what does he need to work on maybe to get there?
0: Yeah, I'd honestly just like to see um, him take the top off the defense a few more times, um, kind of show off some next-level speed. blow past some more cornerbacks because, like I said, he, he can go up and win a 50-50 ball um, against, I think, pretty much any corner that um they'll, they'll okay. see this year. But um, I think uh, maybe it's about running a few more routes and burning a couple guys to create a couple more 80-20 balls, you know, um, get himself a few more wide-open opportunities and um, see if we can make things happen that way. But, um, cause, I mean, if you look at, like, his average yards per reception, um. It was at like fourteen yards as a sophomore then sixteen, and then um'm peaked in twenty twenty one at um seventeen point nine you probably wanted around around that to uh, kind of and with increased production than that thirty one re- receptions if you could maintain that average with a bigger volume then then I think you're looking at someone with um n f l type potential,
1: yeah. And you never know, too, what NFL teams are looking at, because Bryce ran a four three eight, thinking he was kind of dispelling mm. some of his doubters, and it it didn't get him drafted still. <laughs> so, but he did end up signing with the Giants. But, yeah, the, the numbers per catch, and it seems like once he caught the ball, he can certainly do something with it, and he has the yeah. size. He, I mean, Devin, Devin look, definitely looks like he has the size from just being around him and it will be about the, the, the one-on-one balls and even the 50-50 balls and, and dealing with corners and things like that. If he can win those battles, that'll be big. It'll, it'll be a question mark on what type of volume he gets. Uh, I would wonder if he gets tons more volume or what he's expecting even out of the West Virginia offense because it's even going to be more run-heavy than it was last year with Bryce. And Bryce's numbers weren't exactly maybe what Bryce would have thought they should have been volume-wise. But they also dealt with a quarterback carousel that we talked about earlier Mm -hmm. so maybe West Virginia can find some continuity there with whoever they end up having to start because they're in a competition still then maybe that also could be a benefit to Devin Carter as well Ethan I definitely appreciate the time for sure is there anything else uh, uh, a Devin Carter related you want to get out there I just kind of wanted to dispel some questions that I think Mountaineer fans have because outside of a you know a spring game uh, no one's able to see anything from Devin Carter to this point and you walk right into a position room as the guy without necessarily eye popping numbers. It does maybe raise some questions, but he could easily be as legit as advertised. How'd he do in the spring game? He was good. Yeah. I mean, he, he he looked good in the spring game. Um, from what I recall right now, just off the top of my head. Yeah. I mean, there were like Cole Taylor again stood out in the spring game. They mm-hmm. were kind of trying out multiple quarterbacks there. So you got Nico and Garrett Green. They're in a quarterback competition. Garrett looked better in the spring game. Um, but yeah, I I I, I don't recall anything to this point on or off the field, jumping out the Devin Carter couldn't be the guy he's actually, from what I heard from coaches too, and kind of been experiencing around from spring ball, been a leader in the room. Like he's taken other receivers under his wing and said, Hey, I saw this, this, you know, should be over here. If this happens, do this. He's acting like a leader. That's been one of the best receivers in the country so far. And he's, acting, he's a veteran leader. He's much more experienced, certainly, with major conference ball than anyone else as a receiver right now in the room, So, and even really overall weapon-wise, except maybe Cole Taylor. So he's going to have a pretty big role, for better or worse. Um, but, he, but he's done everything he's been asked to do, and he's looked good so far, whether it be on the field and practice in the spring game or even just mentoring the room so far so we will see the schedule is not gonna be easy again got that game against Penn State right away and then maybe put up some mm-hmm. numbers against Duquesne uh, we'll see how long he plays there but there's pressure on the West Virginia team and certainly pressure on Devin Carter individually Ethan again I appreciate the time we'll be maybe talking somewhere down the line I'll, we'll see the, how Devin Carter does with West Virginia I'm sure you'll be uh checking in from afar sounds good thanks Mike all right again Ethan McDowell from the Wolfpacker and on3.com. So give a dap to Matt Carter from the Wolfpacker, who I was actually originally going to have on to talk about Devin Carter. I know he maybe would have had a little bit more direct insight. Things didn't work out schedule-wise is what he told me he's doing with his house. I think he's painting or something. He wasn't video ready and had to do a lot around the house. I hear that. I don't know if that's more fun than this or not. Uh, And I also wanted to get this show out there. And then, of course, also Mark Ryan, who is a radio guy and a colleague of mine who does radio with Odyssey down there in South Carolina and has certainly talked North Carolina State in the past and originally recommended Matt. But still, great stuff from Ethan there. And the numbers maybe don't jump out at you, but again, the offenses were similar. He's now going to be in a similar situation with West Virginia, and we will see what he does